catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. The rise of creators and of the broader creator economy is the digital manifestation of the rise of creativity as a key element in our economy, in our society, and our everyday lives. For most of human history, societies were organized or have been organized around the exploitation of natural resources and the mobilization of physical power and labor. But over the past several decades, knowledge, intelligence, and creativity have become essential engines of innovation and economic growth. Creativity is fast becoming the new oil that young people in Africa are mining. But how much of this new creator economy is contributing to Africa's economic progress? Well, if you know how much oil has contributed to Africa's progress in the past few years, then you'd really understand that this conversation is important. The creator economy must not be overlooked as it is a thriving source of income for many people, especially young people. In 2021, a Nigerian content creator-focused e-commerce platform, Seller, paid over $1 million to African creators, mostly Nigerians. And Nigerian creators also earn a lot of money from other sites like YouTube and TikTok. Today, we're asking how does the creator economy for economic progress on the continent of Africa? How is it currently contributing to economic progress of the continent? I have with me today the communications and public relations manager at Sela, David Akinfewa, and a digital creator, Loki Eloho. Uh, Loki is also a monetization coach, a brand clarity and monetization coach, a product marketing expert, a sales funnel specialist, and a serial entrepreneur. We'll be having this discussion right about now. Hi, David. How are you doing today? Hi, Anthony. I'm very well, thank you. And how are you doing yourself? Well, I'm well. I'm excited. Uh, anytime we have to talk about things like this, I am pumped. I'm really, really pumped. Hi, Eloho. How are you doing? It's supposed to be ladies first, but (laughs) I saved the best for the last. Hi, Anthony. Hi, David. How are you guys doing today? (laughs) I'm fine. I'm well. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good to be here. Mm, Beautiful. Let's start with generally trying to qualify the contributions of digital creators to the society how would we qualify the contributions that digital creators or the creator economy um, is having on the economy and the society generally? Um, Eloho, would you want to go first? Um, okay, yes, I think I should go first. I feel like in assessing the contribution of digital creators to the African economy, I feel like the impact, their impact is quite multifaceted. Um, and um, this is because a lot of these digital creators, they bring um, diverse, you know, perspectives, they bring fresh ideas, and they also kind of um, promote the untold stories and the rich culture of, of Africa. Sort of like, there's so many contents out there. If not for the digital economy, there's some content that I've never imagined or some, some things that I've never imagined could actually be, be real, you know? You'll be on Instagram and you see a page an animal page 
you'll be on you'll be on Instagram and you see, or maybe on YouTube, or you see a documentary talking about some certain places in Africa, slums, different things. And of course, these creators are making money from it. You know, so there there's there's so much creativity, you know, from these digital creators, and this creativity contribute generally, you know, to to how you know the perspective and how we kind of push Africa, you know, to the world. Mm, interesting one uh, david how do you want to approach this how would we say the digital um, creators and the creator economy generally contributes to the society in africa um, so i'll be coming from a revenue generation point of view because i solely believe that um revenue is like a reflection of the economy at large right so the greater economy is really empowering like individuals and small business um, to earn income and then driving e-commerce growth and creating job opportunities for creators and then boosting the foreign exchange. So I feel like looking at all of these metrics, um, African economy is at a very great point at the moment thanks to the creator economy who has been, who has been creating jobs for, for, for um, creating jobs and boosting the foreign exchange and then this has been like a dynamic force in the African economy, you know, and it's contributing to the overall financial health. I mean, last year we paid over 1 billion naira to African creators on our platform. And it's just beautiful to see that Africans are now leveraging technology and to make living. And then, it, like I said, it's a reflection of what the economy is today. Mm. Now, Eloho, I read, you know, your story um, about how you transitioned or how you became a digital creator and how you started, um, you know, earning from it. Based on the feedback that you've gotten from the clients you've worked with in different industries, how much of an impact um, do creators like you, um, you know, bring to other industries, you know, um, health, wellness, real estate, what kind of feedback do you get um, after working with you know your clients that are experts in different um, you know fields? Um, that is a very interesting question. The feedback is is a lot actually, you know, from access to you know marketing strategies to brand visibility and even to monetization. You know, working the, the creators economy or digital the digital creator economy has really you know help these industries and like you, you mentioned the real estate and and um, health and wellness like you mentioned i'm going to use those two as an example and i feel like the best way i'm going to explain this is to use like a typical example you know before now i don't think there is any avenue or possibility for for someone in real estate to be able to reach diverse people lots of people you know to be able to promote their businesses you know but right now because of the creator economy there are a lot of content creators there are a lot of coaches you know a lot of marketing strategies and visibility strategies that you can use that literally you can do a virtual tour of your real estate or real estate um, apartment or the land and, and people can actually make buying decisions just by you know going through this virtual tour without necessarily being there physically i've experienced this firsthand with real estate clients that I've worked with where they do these virtual tours, they 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 use create quality content to showcase their real estate properties and people are able to make buying decisions. And another beautiful thing about technology, how technology have also helped to expand this um, niche and industry is how you can also create other means of revenue 
you know, you can teach these things. So there's there are means where I had a real estate client, you know, and he does he provides the services, sell the properties and all of these things. But then he still was able to create courses and create ebooks and trainings from this real estate um, investment thing that he does. And platforms like Seller and other ones out there has really helped this to be really easy, right? It, you can be in a different country, in a different state, and you are selling real estate to people in different countries, in different states around the world. And I, I have also seen, you know, real estate people in Africa, you know, collaborating with real estate in the United States and different countries. And I just feel like the digital economy has played like a really big role in this, because if it's not there, if these platforms are not there, these platforms that connect you to different people across the world, and if these creators, you know, that bring their skills and creativities to help expand brand visibility, marketing strategies, I just believe that we will not be able to reach this, this height you know, in different industries. And it's not just real estate, the same thing in health. You know, you see these days you have online trainings, people can be in their houses, they are going through 30 day challenges for fitness, mental health trainings, mental health awareness, you know, through social media, social media campaigns, trainings, ebooks, all of these things and beautiful technological platforms like Seller and what have you has really made these things to be, to be possible. And you know the beautiful thing I love about the creator economy is how you are able to, you know, not just create, you also have first-hand access to the people you are creating for. Mm -hmm. And the people as well in return have first-hand access to you as well who is creating. You know, before now, before the digital economy whole thing and all of that, especially before the COVID, we didn't have much of this access. We see people <laughs> a lot on TVs and they, they feel very distant. We can't really communicate or even interact with them. But these days you can easily interact and communicate with people. You know, it's even build more trust. And so I'm going to wrap up with an example. In 2021, I had this client from the United States. He's a two-comma real estate agent. We were working together after a couple of months. He stopped working with me. All of a sudden, he just stopped. And I was like, what's going on? Because every time I want to work with people in the US or any other country, I always tell them like, like I'm in Nigeria. I'm, I'm an African. I'm African. Mm -hmm. You have to know that I don't have to hide my identity for any reason so and be like are you okay to work with me so we're working after a couple of months he stopped working with me i have to not reach out to me like what's going on and he said so he reached out to one american and the american said You're working with a nigerian you have to leave there right now get away from there right now those people have come and then i i kind of like okay can we get on a call to just talk about this so we got on a call and i was talking i was okay but you've worked with me for a couple of months three four months and how do you think i have scammed you in any way you know, as this person has said, this Ameri this other American has said to you that you stop working with me. Said, eh, actually, I've not scammed him, this and that. And we just had like an honest conversation. And that was it. The, the, the interesting part was that a couple of months later, he came back and he said to me, he said, Lucky, honestly, I, I, I know I left you. I went to work with Americans and all of that because I'm in the United States and all of those things. But I'm, I'm not going to lie. I have gotten the most results working with you i want to come back and work with you so i feel like the creator economy if the creator economy was not there it would be hard to have this kind of access it would be hard to you know even build this kind of trust and try to also change the notion and perspective the other um the other world and countries those developed world and countries have about people in nigeria and africa in general and i just feel like this creator economy has not only helped it has helped like in so many ways visibility recognition monetization and, and trust, 
and thankfully i'm, I'm sorry I, all this we have these platforms and technology that also made this possible because if this platform was there it will also be harder thank you wow that's a very interesting that's a very thank, thanks for the example um really really important to have examples like that and um success stories like that too david just like um, lucky aloha said the creator the digital creator economy has helped to tilt the balance you know a little bit more from large corporations to talent and creativity well if we're looking at another you know key indicator of contribution to the economy it would be employment how has the rise of the creator economy shifted traditional employment and income generation on the continent. Thank you. The greater economy indeed has brought a great shift in how people earn and how people engage within um, the workforce. You know, you know, it's now offering a more flexible and more robust opportunities for economic advancement. I mean, it doesn't have to be a nine-to-five, and it, and people don't really need to have a university degree before they can start, you know, yeah. operating in the greater economy. So, so I feel like what is really needed here for creators is just to have the skills to sell and uh, knowledge to leverage. So, so we could say that the rise of the creator economy in Africa has really transformed the traditional uh, employment and income generation in a way, you know, by diversifying income sources for creators and empowering creators and then reducing the barrier of entry. That's really very important because in, in the traditional space, you have to, you know, have a degree, you have to, you know, with a particular course, you have you have to write examinations. You have to like apply for all of those things. Or with creator economy, it's just like a very accessible and very very access yeah accessible in, in terms of entry. So you don't necessarily need to have all of those things that I mentioned earlier before you can start working in the creator economy space. Hmm. Thank you very much, um, Lucky. If we talk about entrepreneurship and being innovative, um, you know, some people may think that's only when you invent things scientifically, but the amount of creativity we see online um, from Africans, just like you mentioned, like it's something you've never had thought that, you know, this kind of creativity, you know, you can actually see something like this and you would see it. And sometimes you never ever imagine that something like that exists and then you see something like that. Tell us, you know, a bit about your own story, how you were able to get into the space, how you became a digital creator, and how that, you know, kind of like transformed your own life. Ah, uh, that's a very interesting question. Ah, uh, okay. My story is very, is it like a funny, tricky one. <laughs> that's the one I used to describe it. So, uh, my journey, I think I stumbled on, upon like, being a creator is like something that i just did and i just stumbled into it so basically i thought i studied biochemistry by the way so i'm a scientist <laughs> and i loved biochemistry while in school i have always wanted to be i've always been this person i was like oh i'm just going to finish i'll just get a research assistant job i'll start from there and then i'll do my masters i'll go into forensic i know i'll be a forensic a forensic scientist and blah 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 like you know you have your whole life planned i know how you have everything planned like okay there's this stability in not just once you have a career you have this life plan you have stability in your life and finances and everything that was how my life was until covid happened i think everything changed during covid covid happened i lost the job that i had 
and I was just at home playing around with different things, learning different skills. I didn't even know what I was doing. I was learning Facebook ads. I learned there's nothing I didn't learn: catering, baking, Facebook ads, <laughs> video editing. I just learned everything, and then I I think I attended one live event that just like opened my eyes to like oh. You can actually bring these skills that you're learning and start practicing them online, just like for fun. So the fun, the the idea for me then was just for me to like come online, just share my expertise, share what I know, and basically I, I didn't even have it in mind to even start making money at that time. So I came on Instagram. I just started creating content from. I started with Facebook ads. We're just creating content from what I know, and then from there over time, I could see the possibilities. Like, oh, I can actually make money from all these things that I'm saying. You know. Okay, I can do this. I can actually do this, you know. And as I started, I started. Okay, let me get my first clients on Facebook ads. I got my first client. They paid me 10k, I be 5k, 5,000. <laughs> I did the first thing. I like, okay, this is working. That was 2021. And I was like, okay, so how can I diversify? How can I make more money without necessarily? At this time, I've already like forfeited my masters, like my vision of becoming a forensic scientist. <laughs> you know, I just left it. Like, okay, how can I be better in this space? And that was how I started, like, okay, learning more skills. So I realized that the key to creativity has to come from, you know, having skills first. Because even in tech these days, transitioning into tech, product marketing, product management, most of the requirements are if you have transferable skills, you can, like David has mentioned, you don't necessarily need a degree. If you have transferable skills, that, like, for example, you have leadership skills, you have communication skills, you have team building skills, you have all of these things skills, you can literally you know, transition into a tech role, a non-coding tech role, like product management, product marketing, all of those things, you know, and then you can start learning on the job and all of that. So I realized that, oh, it was all about more of skills and, you know, creativity and resilience, of course. So I had to now start investing in skills and then I started building from there and going from one level to another. And basically that's how we got here. And yeah, that's how we got here. Even though I'm still a digital creator, I'm still slowly transitioning into other aspects of tech, like product marketing, you know, still all about transferable skills. And it's even easier for me because I know a lot of things. When I work with clients, it's, it's more like an added advantage, an unfair advantage for me because <laughs> I have been able to understand the power of having skills you know, that can act as transferable skills no matter the role that I'm going into. And these skills also uh, bring about the creativity. And once you have these two coupled with resilience, the money the money will definitely come in. <laughs> mm. So that's wow. like my journey in the summary. It's a, it's a funny thing. <laughs> That's a very, very interesting one. Thank you very much. I'm very sure that, you know, like this would motivate someone to, you know, just just do it. Just start something. Um, David, Seller recently launched a report on how the digital creator economy is contributing to employment and the fact that digital creators themselves are also um, becoming employers of labor. Now, I want you to speak a bit um, to, you know, a bit about this and how would this align and contribute to like the bigger goal of, you know, reducing poverty on the continent of Africa? Okay, so when we launched the report, the goal actually was to know, okay, let's understand what the creators are selling and how is, how is this really impacting the economy at large? So we sent some question questionnaires out to create 
this over 2,000 creators that responded. And we put data and then we put together the reports. We, and we, we saw that creators are really, really making it. Like they are really, really selling and they are really making it big that they don't have to like depend on any other source of income before they can, you know, survive. And now to the other question, how this is contributing to the broader goal of sustaining um, development and poverty reduction in Africa. I think because the digital economy is providing economic empowerment and you're creating jobs and also fostering inclusive growth and also promoting educational and skills development. I personally feel like all of this mentioned is such is in a way you know helping us reduce our um reduce poverty and also like in, in, increase you know workforce in africa so like i said you don't need to have any degree you don't need any other thing just just have a skill to sell and know how you can leverage the digital um, economy to sell those skills so people are beginning to like leverage the skills and they are also leveraging technology to sell you know, having to you know, data, you know, wait on, on white collar jobs or wait for government to provide um, the basic needs for them. And it's, it's been a reflection of, of the economy at large. Yes, so we're still talking about how the creator economy is contributing to progress in Africa. And I have with me David. David is the communications lead and PR person at Sela and I also have with me Loki Eloho, digital creator, brand clarity and monetization coach, product marketing expert, serial entrepreneur. And just to wrap up the conversation um, on this end, David, how much work, what kind of work needs to be done to ensure that the digital creators that we have and this digital economy um, that we the digital creator economy that we have on the continent that we can scale it and get more people to come on board and pay more digital creators i think in terms of sensitization we are already like getting there people are now more aware that they can earn why at home so they don't have to work for anybody before they can be the boss be their own boss. You get so there is that going on. And I also think what that needs what needed to be done more better is in terms of um monetization and you know support from um fintech. Because there is this challenge where creators are still struggling to get paid, to get like their pay to get paid from all these um international clients. And I think seller is now like trying to is filling that role and we are now telling creators that yeah we are now in that phase where you can earn without considering any fraud or any issues regarding that which you can earn while you sell your stuff to any 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 global market that you want to sell your stuff to so that is that is also like going on so if we can get more people to like step in more support from you know tech tech platforms like of such like step up the payment structure of creators i think that would also like be a step in the right direction on how we can get more creators to you know begin to leverage technology to earn interesting one eloho do you want to comment on what david just said i want to add a few things i think david has said um, like the biggest challenge which is getting paid i myself am a creator and i know how hard it is to 
get paid. In fact, before I heard about Seller, I had to struggle. I tried Stripe. I was not verified. I tried PayPal. I'll get paid. I'm not able to withdraw my money. It was crazy. And then someone, one of my coaches, I had to like go meet her. Like, how can I get paid? And she was like, oh, I, I know about Seller. And that was the first time I tried Seller. I think something around 2020. I tried Seller and the first um, payment I ever got was 500 pounds from someone in the UK. And it was very smooth. I was like, oh, this is nice. I, I, you know, they just pay me the money and then Stella do the conversion for me in to, to Naira. And I just get my Naira. So I don't really have to worry about how to do it. And they themselves, they don't have to worry about the payment structure and all of that. But I still feel like the structure can still be better. And I, aside um, tech platform helping out, I also believe that the government, in Nigeria especially, can create better um, and also the bank system the financial system in Nigeria they can create better will I say rules and operating systems to make these things easier because sometimes we just say hey this platform people are delaying my money you know it's not that easy to just fix it because there are rules there are governing bodies that govern these things so if the if the um, the government can also make these things easy because I know that these tech platforms they are they are trying to be better it can be easier and smooth, right? Like in terms of conversion rates, in terms of the days it will take. But right now, it takes quite some time for you to get your money. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, you know, and again, the dollar, everything is just crazy. So if we can have like a better economical structure from the part of the government as well, I believe that it can also fast track and help these platforms, platforms like Seller and other ones that are trying to make the payment structure easy. And aside payment, I think another thing that I can say to that, this one in being terms of the creators, mm-hmm. putting in the work is key. So having skills and creativity is not enough. You have to also put in the work and not just put in the work. You have to also let speak for your work. You know, before they used to say, let your work speak for you. But right now, if you don't speak for your work, they say a closed mouth is a closed destiny, right? So if you if you don't speak for your work, it's it might be hard for you to get to certain heights. You know, even me as a business, I've had several referrals from people that I've never worked with, for people who I look up to, and those referrals like really big names, and those referrals are based or not because I've worked with them. So my work didn't speak for me. Mm-hmm. It's because I spoke for my work because I was put, I'm putting myself out there mm-hmm. and positioning myself, showing that, oh, I know what I'm doing. I know my stuff. This is why I've not seen my work. But because of what I've shown of how my work looked like, they're able to refer people confidently to me and I make sure that when you when someone comes to work with me, my work will not speak for itself. But for me to get somebody to come and work with, um, for me, with me, rather, I have to speak for my work first before my work can speak for itself. And the same thing, even around my friends, all my friends know what I do. And when I'm learning stuff, like right now I'm taking a product management training, everybody in my corner knows why I am speaking for my work, even though I'm not there yet in the product management part and all of that. I am letting people know and my friends could see the work that I'm putting in. So when I go for classes, I'm doing my my projects and all of those things, I post them online. My friend sees them. I'm like, oh, well done. You know, they, are, they will be looking at me. And when opportunities comes, they are going to think of me. They're going to be, oh, I know that Ella was thinking about was doing product management the other time. Mm-hmm. I think she'll be able to take this role. So creators out there, I also, uh, I want to encourage you, indulge you. Aside just having like the skills and the creativity, you have to also like come out of that comfort zone and put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how big can this digital creator economy get? I mean, is there still space? for the millions of unemployed people on the continent. I should go right. Okay. (laughs) 
Ha, globally, I think the economy is worth multi-billion dollars, like globally. Mm-hmm. And I believe that in Africa and even global, there's, there's still like a very big space for everybody. The ocean is big enough for everybody to thrive. And that is because the internet access keeps increasing, the usage of social media keep increasing. More people are searching for stuff. More people want to know things. People are looking for, you know, <laughs> there's something that happened one time. I saw something that somebody was teaching and it was actually, let me not say it's fluff, but um, it's not as good as somebody that I know that's really good. The person will just, just they're like, oh, okay, I don't really know much. I can't put it out. I can't do this, you know. And the person is out there putting their stuff out there. They're getting a lot of views on YouTube. YouTube is paying them. YouTube doesn't, does not care whether the content you put out is legit like when i mean legit like if it's verified mm-hmm. or not just that people are watching the more people are watching then they are they they know that okay maybe people like this thing mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be all the content you watch on youtube must not be pure fact mm-hmm. some of them can be fallacies and things that people make up you know but then the difference between that is somebody will put themselves out and those who not but i believe that there's still is like a very big space and with tech coming in there will keep being lots of companies, a lot of people building products, startups, and all of that. The economy will keep getting wider and wider and wider. Hmm. David, any final words as we wrap up this conversation? Yeah, just to add to what um, Lucky has said. For as long as technology keep, keeps improving, there would always be a space for everybody and anybody to tap into the greater economy market. So it's less for everyone to... Uh, you know, get a skill, you know, see what they can leverage and what they can monetize and just tap into the market. So that is just what I'm going to add. Mm. Thank you very, very much for that. Um, Eloho, any final words or that was your final word? Are you, are you done? <laughs> okay, I think I do have final a final word. Okay. And this final word is for creators. I don't know why I'm very particular about creators. I, they have like a special place in my heart. Oh, you're a creator, <laughs> so. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I do have like a final word for creators. I know that it's easy to say, let your work speak for itself, have the skills, have the creativity and all of these things. Oh, show your work, do this. You can sometimes find yourself in that pool of um, denial or maybe um, feeling inferior because there are a lot of creators out there. Like, actually, you go out there and you see a lot of people doing big things and you'll be like, when will I get here? Will I ever get to this point? When will it ever be me? You know, especially in the monetization part where people say, oh, I made 1,000 sales. I made this one. And then you launch and two people buy. And you'll be like, okay, am I doing something wrong? Mm-hmm. And you want to keep paying for more courses, getting into more things, thinking that's what will change everything for you. I want you to understand that um, these people that you're looking at, some of them, they've started their journey like long before you have. Like, like I listened to um, this very um, keynote speaker from South Africa, Vuzi, and he said he has been speaking for over a decade. And then imagine you, you're just coming up to position yourself as a public speaker and you want to be like Vuzi. You want to get paid like, as much as it's paid. You want to go to those places where you speak. You want to do those things. And you're just starting maybe barely two, three years. And Vuzi has been doing this for over a decade. And he, he's better at it than you are. I'm not saying that time makes you better. There are some people who have done this. Like I have a very good friend, by the way, that is a good public speaker. He has been doing this like in less than three, four years. And he's really good. But what I'm trying to say here is that sometimes you just have to focus on your own journey. 
all right focus on your own journey don't let that um what is happening around you and what other people are achieving um make you lose focus from where you are going and what you are doing just focus make sure that you're on the right path you're learning the right thing and you're doing what it takes and what you have to do to get you to the next steps that's that that's like the most important thing instead of just looking around and trying to see how you can be like somebody else or or be better than anybody else mm. now this reminds me of the conversation I was having with Fisayo Fusudo and he mentioned that he's been doing this for 7 years and he 7 years I think and he only started getting paid in what did he say 4 or 5th year yeah. uh, like the 5th year I was like are you joking like all of the years <laughs> you've been doing this thing and he's like yeah he actually just started getting paid and I'm like I would not believe that like I Imagine, would never yeah. believe it and someone who most likely um see him now Um, wants to do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Wants to get paid from day one. Mm-hmm. That's uh, okay. So food for thought, <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Thank you very much, um, Loki Loho, for sharing your thoughts with us today. Thank you for And having me. Yes. Thank you, David Akinfewa, for sharing your thoughts today. Thank you also to Sela for helping. Yeah. Thanks a lot to Sela for helping. You know, us put this together too. This is um, the first in a set of three episodes that we're going to be. having here on Africa Tech Radio all through the month of November and it's going to be focused on the creator economy the digital creator economy um we'll talk about work we'll talk about employment we'll talk about you know the economy we'll talk about perception you know and how much of work is being done within the space and what needs to be done thank you very much again um for listening and ensure to follow us on all social media platforms at Africa Tech Radio and at Atech Radio on Instagram Thank you. Keep listening to Africa Tech Radio. Thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.